0: Sometimes I drink too much Sometimes I test your trust Sometimes I don't know why you stay with me I'm hard to love Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. That's Lee Bryce bringing us back. And Sam, I got to see Lee Bryce live not too long ago, and it was at Brian Erlacher's Hall of Fame party a few nights before. And joining us now is Hall of Famer Brian Urlacher. Uh, it's been four years, Brian. Uh, this weekend, did, what, what were the things that you were reflecting on? I know there had to been a lot of stress going into it as well.
1: There was a lot, Joe, you're right, yeah, you know, um, I didn't realize it'd been four years already. It's crazy i um, the only reason I knew it was four years ago is I got a bunch of messages from people <laughs> who were at the uh who were actually there that weekend, and uh, you know, you saw you met everybody that was there, all, all my friends and family that were there that uh, were sending me messages saying, oh, four years ago today we were in Canton. so it was fun, yeah, but it was stressful, man i I'm, I'm so glad, um, uh, it's like right after I gave my speech, it was like a huge. Right like weight had been lifted off of me after I was done with that, finally.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. It had been a real busy, like, uh, you know, 14 months or so for you, Brian, because like uh, a year or so earlier, you had gotten inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in New York City. That was a big deal. And then uh, being a first ballot Hall of Famer, too. I mean, I think they mentioned there's only 354 players in the Hall of Fame or something, but less than 100 were first ballot Hall of Famers. That's something that uh, has always got to be special to you, too, Brian. Yeah, that, that that means a lot, you know. And it, there's
1: really no difference between the first ballot or any ballot, honestly. You, you, once you're in the Hall of Fame, it doesn't matter. But uh, I would think to the guys that good on on the first ballot, it means something, you know. You you are uh, when someone says you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, it didn't. There, there's no doubt you're supposed to be in there, and what you're, you're married to for themselves on the field, on and off the field. So it was pretty cool to have that honor to be inducted. You know, I think Randy was the first ballot, and, and Ray was as well in my class. So it was pretty cool be there with those two guys on the first ballot as well.
0: I was kidding with Sam earlier because I guess Tony Baselli got in trouble because he didn't walk fast enough, and I was like, four years <laughs> ago, nobody was paying attention, uh, you know, to Ray Lewis's speech. When now they're paying attention to how fast people walk, Brian. Walking where, like on stage? Where Something to do to get with getting streets? his gold jacket. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, it was uh, the event that they do on on Friday night. Friday, before the, yeah. yeah, the Friday event. Yeah, his some of his friends were giving him a hard time for how long he took to to do the walk. Oh
1: If I was I had to get those guys any advice. Give him whatever they're doing that weekend. Take as long as you want. <laughs> you know what? They're not going to do anything to you. They're not going to stop you. And that's what the, the one thing I kind of regret is I didn't. There were some people left out of my speech that I didn't want to leave out, but due to time time constraints that they put on us, I kind of had to shorten it longer, you know, made it shorter than I wanted to. So some of us made our speeches shorter um, than, than we wanted to, and some of us went a little bit longer than <laughs> than, uh, than they were supposed to, according to the time limits they put on us. But, yeah, just uh, if I had to give anybody any advice in that situation, take as long as you want, doing everything you want that weekend, and I can't do anything to you.
0: No doubt, uh, you you were trying to follow the rules to the T there, and uh, maybe some of the other guys didn't. But it was it was a great night, and uh, you know, thanks again, you know, for making us my wife and I part of that weekend, and uh, yeah. you know, just uh, all the people that were there, uh, your teammates. Uh, you know, um, of course, Rocky was at the College Football Hall of Fame one and wasn't able to. to for scheduling make the uh, the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but but Dennis Franchoni obviously he showed yeah. up to both uh, and uh, man uh, he was the guy that that gave you the crack at it right uh, right Brian
1: yeah he opened the door for me you know I like I've, I've said this many times I had one offer to go to college and it was from the University of New Mexico and Coach Fran was the guy who made that happen for me so I owe him uh, you know pretty much everything for giving me a chance to play college football you know because who knows what would happen if I didn't. Uh, if he doesn't offer me a scholarship. But, yeah, I still talk to Coach Fran occasionally. It was nice for them to come to the College the Football Hall of Fame, obviously, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But, um, yeah, it was really cool to, to have seen him. Because for where it all started for me. I can remember sitting in that meeting in the Albuquerque and him saying, we'd like to offer you a scholarship. If you don't accept it, we'll give it to somebody else. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'll take it. Thank you, Coach easy
0: decision right uh brian what what was the most stressful part of getting ready for everything was it writing the speech was it just planning everything because i mean this is such a big to do for all very for everybody involved what was the most uh, stressful part that you had to plan so
1: the planning was simple because my wife handled everything she's <laughs> amazing she loves doing that stuff she's great at it so when it comes to that like the logistics and everything i was 10 miles ahead of the game because of her you know she did everything for my family getting everyone there. Uh, the the joke she planned that party on Thursday right. night. Uh, took care of that. I did nothing. I showed up. All I, said, I all I had to say was I wanted to leave Bryce. Uh So I, I did talk to Lee to make sure we got that ha- to, to happen. But the, the speech was uh, the most stressful part, honestly. Just making sure I didn't leave anybody out or um, getting things in there. I wanted to get in there. And I, I really, man, I probably worked on it for three months before. I hired a guy to help me um, organize it. You know, I, It was all me speaking, obviously. But getting there, organization right and, and getting in the right order as he thought um, was a big deal. But, yeah, it was um, just getting that speech in order and trying to, to make everyone feel important that was important to me.
0: Did you learn anything about yourself in that process? I mean, three months and having somebody help you, did, did you learn anything? So I do not like public
1: speaking. I learned that, not that I didn't know it before, but I learned it even more during that speech. You know, I, I, I've watched those speeches before on TV, and it's amazing how composed the guys look. And, and you know i wanted to be look like i was composed. And you know you're not you know especially now going through it um you're not composed at all up there because you all your friends and family are sitting right in front of you you are looking at them the whole time and there's you know there's other people out there as well but your friends and family are the ones you really care about you know your coaches and, and everyone in that aspect but it's just um yeah it, it's hard to, to stay composed through that whole time and i think the most nervous i was was when the guy before me gave his speech and i knew i was next i think uh Jerry Kramer went before me. I was like, "Oh crap, I'm next. I'm next." And the whole twenty minutes he was up there, I'm just thinking, "I'm next. I'm next."
0: Well, you did more than fine, Brian. And uh, the 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 fact that you're in the uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is, is such a cool deal. And you know, each time I have you on, I'm curious to see how your son Kennedy is is doing yeah. uh, playing. You know, high school football at Chandler High there in uh, Arizona. Uh, he's going into his junior year, correct? Yeah,
1: he'll be a junior this year. Uh, he's done well. You know, this year he should be starting. Last year he transferred schools, so he had to sit out half the season. Uh, that was his decision. We, we moved houses, and he could have stayed at his old school or went to Chandler High, and uh, Chandler's the big boys here in Arizona. Right. They're the number one team every year. They're ranked number one. They're ranked nationally. They have the number one quarterback in the nation for 2024. So they uh, that's what the big boys played. He wanted to go challenge himself and play with them. He's done well. You know, he's uh, 5'11", about 185 now, runs fast, runs uh, fast, so he's, it's going to be a fun season to watch. You know, it's been fun watching his progression from, you know, 5'9", 145-pound sophomore or freshman starting on a varsity corner. Now he's, you know, 5'11", 185, starting at free safety at a monster school. So it'll right. really be interesting to see how he does this year.
0: Yeah, that, ki- that kind of growth spurt reminded me another guy uh, yeah. years ago. <laughs> Yours was a little bit later on, though, right, uh, Right, well, Brian?
1: Yeah, my, so my junior I was 6'2", and my senior year I got to 6'4". I, I really grew 6 inches in three years. He hasn't hit that spur. I don't know if he will or not. Wow. I don't know if he gets a couple, a couple inches taller, but I mean, even at 5'11", he's a tank. You know, he's thick. He's got muscles on top of his muscles. Uh, he, he busts his ass in the weight room and practice. He, uh, he doesn't mess around. It's important to him, when you can tell.
0: Yeah, you've you've talked about how a little he needs to be motivated by you at all, and he's garnered the attention. Um, you know, I'm looking at a list here of of a few schools that already offered him: uh, University of Arizona, uh, University of Iowa, uh, New Mexico, of course, is in there, and a few others. Uh, so, you know, what what if, what what kind of advice do you give him uh, with regard to this? Because you know, he's only going into his junior year if he has the kind of year that'll. A lot of people expect him to have. Uh, That list of offers is going to grow. What advice are you you giving him with regards to that, Brian?
1: You know, I didn't go through the process like it is now, Joe. So for me, it was, you know, I took one visit, committed, and that was it. For him, it's going to be much different, I would think, because I'm assuming, like you said, he's going to have a good season and that list is going to grow. But I think he just needs to enjoy the process. You know, it's going to be fun for him to get a chance to go see some of these schools. Um, you know, I will say this university of New Mexico was the first school to offer him a scholarship. Danny was the first guy to do it. So, um, we, I would think on that short list of uh, visits, New Mexico will be on that list, I hope. But yeah, it's going to be crazy for him. You know, I just, these kids get so consumed with offers. Joe, it's crazy. Like, oh, he got an offer from here. But that doesn't mean anything until you go out in the field and prove it. In my opinion, your offers are great, but you have to go out there and prove yourself. And and, uh, in my opinion, earn that offer, you know, earn, Um, why these guys are looking at you, why they want you to come to their school and go prove that you're worth the offer, in my opinion. I think that's his mentality as well. He wants to go out there and prove to everyone he deserves these offers.
0: All right. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on him, and uh, we'll definitely be touching base with you during the football season. Brian, congratulations again four years ago, getting that uh, gold jacket, and uh, thank you so much, as always, for joining us on uh, Team Talk here in Albuquerque, Brian. Thanks, Joe. Take everybody See you. You got it. That is the Hall of Famer, Brian Erlacher, joining us on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline.